Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here we are. Uh, actually, this is uh, going to be a Monday in uh, June, in the June 20th. We're head, heading toward uh, uh, my birthday, actually. And uh, last week we had uh, our anniversary. Uh, we talked about that a little bit, Linda, and my anniversary. So uh, Amazing, right? And this was 52 52, yeah. 52, wow. 52, yeah. So it's uh, been fun and getting funnier and funner and funnier with Linda. <laughs> <laughs> All of the above, yeah. right? Yeah. What a blessing, you yeah. know. It's been a blessing. And we have uh, we shared last time about our uh, retreat in Croatia, and it was certainly uh, magnificent. And uh, we just had a beautiful time there. Great people, great food. Um, we went boating one day, and that was quite fun. Yeah, I saw some pictures on Facebook. They looked yeah. just stunning. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful, yeah. yeah we went. I went... Uh, uh, they gave us a, a snorkel in one area, and it was uh, by the, what they call the cliffs and the caves. And the, there's a cave that you have to actually go under uh, the water because the rock covers it, and then you got to right. swim through kind of a hole to get to the Ooh. other side and open up and up into a <laughs> cave. Some some people didn't go. It's uh, I, I may not be able to do that if it was very small. I'm yeah. okay if it's open, but if it's a tight space, nope, yep. not going. <laughs> yeah, and then and when you get on the other side, it opens up and. Uh, it was uh, a little bit dark, <laughs> so uh. it was uh, interesting to be in there, so it was fun. But we had a beautiful trip, and Linda and I had a beautiful time, and uh, be able to come back and uh, get settled, resettled back into the uh, United States. We had to, uh, in uh, Croatia, was not required to have a COVID test uh, to get in. I wondered about that. Um, if you went through certain uh, town, uh, areas like Germany, um, then you had to have a test just, <laughs> it's funny, you had to literally have to have a test to get off the plane and get on another one. Um, mm. So when you guys stopped in Munich, did you have to test then in that moment? Well, we had it. No, we, we had to get the test ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, and then before we got on the plane in, in U.S., they verified gotcha. that we had a negative test. And, um, okay. and then you did it. And then we, uh, we got it. Remember I talked about the story of our uh, miraculous getting on the plane. Yes. Uh, we were in Lufthansa to go to Croatia, and uh, because of the German law, nobody else required a mask. But right. Lufthansa, because in Germany they required to wear a mask. Right. So we, we. Yeah, and it goes on the destination, right? Yeah. So um, first of all, everybody in the airport, nobody wore a mask. Uh, mm-hmm. we're, we're in the you know line to get on the plane, and nobody's wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, you know, we get on the plane, and then the lady says, "We well, got to hear you got to have a mask. Got to wear a mask." I said, "So," and I stopped. I said, "Wait a second. We've been in the airport with all these people. <laughs> Nobody's had a mask. Right. We've been waiting outside the uh, get on the plane with all these people, and we we don't have a mask. Mm-hmm. So we get on the plane, which has, by the way, the best air filter system there is." And you're telling us we got to wear a mask. Right. I, I said, does this make any sense? And she said, sir, she said, sir, 
Uh, you're in Germany. Nothing makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, my favorite one that I've heard when we've traveled recently, we were when we were in Turks and Caicos. If you've ever been to that airport, you know it's a tiny airport. Yes. Yep. And with the timing of the flights, you're packed in the airport like sardines. Yes. Yeah. That's right. When it's time, I mean, you are literally, you know, you you have very few inches around you that you don't have people. And so we're in that for several hours as you're waiting for the flight. And then, you know, as you're boarding, the announcement is, and don't forget to social distance. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you just kind of laugh, like as they're saying it, you know, they're chuckling, knowing I, I have to say this by law. Right. But this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever said, because you could not do this if you tried. That's right. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. And they uh, and they told you that after that you were there sitting in the packed in. Um, so I said to the I said to the lady, I said, okay. Okay, so this is a German law, right? And she said, yes. I said, so uh, when we cross the German border in the air, um, I'm going to take my mask off. And, and she says, oh, that was clever. I've never heard that one. I've never heard that one before. But no, you have to wear it the entire flight. I said, because I won't be in German uh, airspace anymore. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but we had to wear masks. So, uh, But uh, on the way back then, coming to the United States, the United States still requires uh, COVID testing. So right. um, we had uh, at the hotel, at the resort, for both weeks, um, the people leaving, we, had, we just had the local uh, health agency uh, mm -hmm. come and test everybody. Uh, oh, that's nice. So, so you was, didn't have to go find it. They came to you. No, we had that. We had the hotel found it for us. And nice. they, we had our gathering, you know, in the morning and they just came to that gathering and set up in the back and filled out the paperwork Perfect. and took, yep. took the test. And, uh, and then we got our results by email. Uh, so we, we could, we could do it. And they, they advised us, um, even though it's electronic, they said it'd really be smart if you print it, go to the, mm -hmm. go to the front desk, have it printed. So we did. And fortunately, we did, because when we went to the uh, Dubrovnik airport, they said, you know, do you have proof? I said, well, I have it on my phone. They said, no, we need to see the paper. Right. Uh, okay. You know, so we had the paper, and they said, okay, you're fine. <laughs> so we, yeah, a few made. more hassles and hoops to jump through in traveling nowadays, yeah, right? Yeah. Fortunately, though, um, flying back to the America, we did not have to, on the long flight, did not have to wear a mask. So oh, that's it, good. That was uh, pleasant, you know, pleasanter, yeah. <laughs> well, we've been talking about the covenant. Uh, last time we were, uh, you know, we're talking about our responsibility. Because remember, the covenant is an agreement. Mm -hmm. um, it's the agreement between God and us. And he says, I'm always ready, prepared, and able to fill my side of the deal. Uh, and we went into the aspects of uh, what it means that I'm going to be blessed to be a blessing. And, and what he, again, what he's trying to say, particularly in this day and age, is uh, don't get frustrated or worried about circumstances mm -hmm. uh, because the covenant really isn't dependent on that. It's really the kind of life I can deliver to you, uh, and it's going to be a blessed life, uh, not, not in terms of maybe even what we're used to, but rather mm -hmm. uh, the level of joy and, and uh, excitement and peace uh, and the ability to enjoy life, because that's what the blessing's all about. It's not about uh, right. material. It's, it's materially that you're not burdened by the material things, and, and you mm -hmm. have you have income to be able to supply your you know your needs, and you're not burdened by it. But it's more of the relationships and the fellowship and the opportunity mm -hmm. to see God at work. And right. and again, Daniel uh, is this great example, uh, which we we'll actually get into in, the, in terms of how he did this, but. Um, he got transferred away from his country, uh, mm -hmm. captured, 
by a dictator who was not a believer at all. And they were. Right. Uh, so he lost all of his Jewish uh, capability of temple worship and sacrifice and uh, Passover and all that stuff that he lost. Um, but because of the covenant, God says, I can deliver to you a covenant life mm-hmm. different than what you're used to, but you'll still be blessed. And Daniel certainly right. embraced that. So yes. he actually was there for like 70, 80 years, had a very blessed life, he had tests, of course, but um, he enjoyed the covenant. And what we're trying to portray here is that uh, we don't define for God the covenant, we receive it. Mm-hmm. And he says, I'm going to bless you in ways that will that will be uh, wonderful for you and don't worry about circumstances. And we talked about you know surrender, waiting, uh, being able to uh, have hope, uh, last time we talked, you know, with Abraham, actually mm-hmm. Abraham as the example of uh, contrary to hope in hope, he believed God and became the father of many nations and was persuaded that what God had to say was true. And that word uh, persuaded is really related to, uh, in, a, in a way, he trusted God. Mm-hmm. He wound up trusting God, even though it wasn't automatic. But God grew that trust in him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Truly. So, I mean, even that, God worked both sides of, which is beautiful. Yes, yeah, beautiful. And, and Abraham, you know, was a great example uh, because, as you know, you know, would we say that during his life he was a completely faithful person? You know, uh, uh, no, no. no. <laughs> um, he uh, took things into his own hands, struggled mm-hmm. with uh, the, the promise being fulfilled. But ultimately, he learned, and this is what we're going to try to help understand today, is he learned trust. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't that I, he had to trust to experience it. He had to learn to trust. Mm-hmm. And through that learning to trust, he experienced it. And God says, um, I'm going to call you to have a heart to be learned, to be able, willing to learn to trust. So uh, let's go ahead and get into this and try to define what sure. this means, trust. So let's go to, first of all, Psalm uh, 119, uh, 41. 41 says, Let your mercies come also to me, O Lord, your salvation according to your word. Yep. Uh, so um, uh, he says that uh, it's an interesting uh, statement, um, and the word there, mercy, uh, is covenant loyalty. May your mm-hmm. covenant loyalty... Uh, you know, come to me. Uh, and then he says, uh, because uh, I'm going to learn something. And he says, because your salvation uh, will come according to your what? According to your word. According to your word. Uh, okay, so, uh, and again, uh, the full definition of salvation is particularly understood uh, by David and the, uh, the Jewish people because they knew it was the covenant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why he's attaching those two things together. He's saying, covenant, may it come to me, mm-hmm. and your salvation by your word. And he, he means that the experience of the covenant, the fullness, mm-hmm. the word there is completeness, deliverance, uh, entering into the fullness of the covenant. It comes by God's word. Well, that's the beginning mm-hmm. element of trust uh, is when we think of trust, uh, let's say you, you trust Dan. Um, why, why do you trust Dan? What, what's it about him that you trust? That he's true, that he's true to his word. Yeah. If he says he will do something, he will do something, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. That he's proven, mm-hmm. uh, trustworthy that, uh, when I say something, uh, or when I, uh, discuss with you, uh, you trust 
that mm-hmm. um, I'm representing the truth and what mm-hmm. I say is true. Right. Uh, and so uh, trust is based upon uh, truth. It's not a generic trust. Well, yeah, I trust mm-hmm. God. Uh, well, he says it's really about God speaking, that because of who he is, God, I trust what he says. Mm-hmm. Because it, what he says translates into, <laughs> into things right. uh, that are life, which is what you know Abraham said, I, I have learned, been persuaded, that what God says... Mm-hmm. will happen. Right. Uh, and this is a particular struggle for a lot of us, I think, because of what we've grown up with often is some baggage that we bring in where, you know, I know in my family there is a heritage of lies. Sure. And so that, you know, that is something that God really has to had to rewire in me is, you know, you may not have experienced trust, trustworthiness around you, but this is who I am. And let me step you into what that looks like. Yeah. Um, Yep. So and that's, it, that's something that I think a lot of us struggle with because in this world, there is not a lot of trustworthiness. No. Um, and as you think about, um, you know, because we're humans, we're self-centered and we've grown up, mm-hmm. you know, around that, um, we get cynical. We get, right. we get jaded a little bit of uh, people's words aren't really necessarily ones that you can trust, and, mm-hmm. and particularly in today's age. Right. Uh, it's what we call spin. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, right now, people can literally take untruth right. and lie and spin it in a way that, for them, it sounds like it's believable. Right. But you find out, well, it really isn't. So right. the level of trust these days, right now, yeah, is even worse and worse and worse because you find out that what people say isn't necessarily true. Right but they represent it as truth. And so you start out by saying, I, I doubt mm-hmm. if what they say is true. That's kind of what's gone come to. That's what's called right? spin, you know, and I doubt if it's true. They tell me it's true. I'm not gonna necessarily buy it as true. Mm-hmm. Uh, only if it resonates with me, right. by the way, do and I And so our default it. becomes distrust. Right. And, and often we end up applying that to God. Right. You right. know, and so we we have that something he has to work us through. Yeah. So there's one simple verse that uh, doesn't seem like much, but it says a lot in that um, may your covenant come to me mm-hmm. and may your salvation, the fulfillment of that covenant uh, be fulfilled by your word. And may I basically learn to trust that word, um, mm-hmm. which, which, which again, like you say, is not that easy, partly because we we uh, get disappointed in the way we function in life. And then we see other Christians around us that pray, 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 but it, nothing happens or their life mm-hmm. doesn't, doesn't become what we can solve blessed. So the question is, is that really true? Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and, the, and people, I've heard this all the time, people say, I doubt it. <laughs> you know, that right. uh, when I say I can guarantee you that your life can change, like I was telling that, that uh, you know, the, those people in Croatia that we met, God can change your life. I guarantee it. You know, their, their first reaction is, I'm not sure about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, he says, as you walk into me, but you're going to have to learn to let me persuade you, you know, to trust. Right. And uh, it's really that come and see. It's the invitation. Come and we see. We started the name of all That's of it. this. That's it. Come, come and, and see. see. Uh, don't, uh, even even us, what we're saying is, uh, don't do it just because we say it, you know, it works for mm-hmm. us. Come and find out and learn to trust God because he's the one that's going to deliver it to you. Right. Um uh, and it's not a system, as we know. 
Okay, let's go to Proverbs 3, 1 to 15. This is a really, this is a famous verse that we all know. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your understanding. All your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths or your steps. But there's mm-hmm. more to it than that. So uh, read Psalm 3, 1 to 15. Um, Proverbs 3, 1 to 15. Excuse me, Proverbs 3. That's okay. Proverbs My 3. son, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commands. For length of days and long life and peace, they will add to you. Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. And so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. So your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor detest his correction. For whom the Lord loves, he corrects, just as a father, the son in whom he delights. Happy is the man who finds wisdom and the man who gains understanding. For her proceeds are better than the profits of silver and her gain than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies and all the things you may desire cannot compare with her. Yep. So, um, you know, he starts out by saying, you know, let mercy, which is covenant loyalty, mm-hmm. may the covenant and truth um, characterize your life. Uh, mm-hmm. May you learn that. Uh, and he says then, uh, learn to trust uh, in the Lord. Lean not what? On, on your own what? On your own understanding. Okay. So, on your own logic. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what it says there is, and literally the word uh, lean not is don't rely on, don't make that mm-hmm. your focus. It doesn't say um, uh, throw it out the door. Right. Uh, it just says learn to process what you understand mm-hmm. in light of what God would speak and guide and lead us and not try to do this on your own. Uh, mm-hmm. So don't rely on yourself, but learn to trust God and he will do what? Direct your what? Steps. Direct your steps. Yeah, okay. Direct your um, so now think about putting those two things together. I'm going to deliver to you the covenant mm-hmm. and I'm going to direct your steps. Right. Okay. Where is he directing our steps to? The, the, co- covenant. the covenant mm-hmm. uh, is see it's not just stand there mm-hmm. and you know just uh, sit there and I'll, I'll give it all to you and uh, you'll just consume it all uh, but rather it's uh, do you understand I'm taking you to my life of the covenant mm-hmm. and the way to get there is I have to direct your steps step by step day by day week by week to get to the right place at the right time with the right people for me to fulfill it mm-hmm. in all of the element of the covenant. Remember, it's all those blessings, not just financial. We're going to talk about that. It includes that. But it's all of that, and it's a walking into it. And he says, I'm going to guide you. Okay, now, mm-hmm. <laughs> if he's going to guide you, what must mm-hmm. you trust? What he's telling you yeah. is instructions. Yeah, I've got to give you instructions. Um, I got to give you promises. I got to have you understand so that Abraham, as we learned last time, says, I was persuaded. I learned to trust your steps because what you say, you're going to perform it for me along my path. And it's a walk with you on the steps that you want me to take. Mm. Uh, so he says, uh, trust is I uh, know something mm-hmm. that um, is 
his way is better than my way. His way is best right. and none better. His his knowledge, his understanding, the direction, and by the way, I can change things, I can make things change. Mm-hmm. So walk with me on the step. So trust has to be that um, I have a heart to hear, mm-hmm. and then I have a heart to follow. Right. Uh, and I and I trust it, even though I don't lean on my own understanding. Because here's the here's the reason: I'm going to be faced with things that it seems to me. I'm not so sure that's a good idea, or I, I don't mm-hmm. think that's going to work, or you know, does this make any any sense? Uh, it's no, you know, trust me. So like when Linda and I were flying, you know, last week or last couple of weeks to uh, Croatia, and we we're, we were not going to make our our connection, right? Um, logically, it's like, well, I might as well start planning to what's going to happen. You know, get another flight sometime, maybe mm-hmm. even the next day. Uh, but Linda says, well. Uh, we can we can at least go to God and see what He would say about this, right? And direct our steps. And uh, and we heard that I'm going to take care of this. And again, we wound up being first in line. And by the way, there's nobody else there. Typically, when you get off a plane, you're off with several planes, mm-hmm. uh, and there's lines there. In this case, there wasn't a single line, wasn't a single person, and we walked up first. And God says, you know, follow me and let me direct your steps. Yeah. Let me, can I to, interrupt yeah. you on this? Yeah. So I think, because I think this will be good for our listeners to hear. So you you asked God, you heard that instruction that was essentially, you don't need a plan B. Right. And so you didn't then sit and spend two hours while you're waiting for the delay, hunting down plan Bs just right. in case. Right. You were resting and relaxing and enjoying and knowing, okay, God said he's going to do this. This is going to be interesting to see how, yeah. but we're trusting that. Yeah. That's right. And that looks different than sometimes I think we say we trust or I'm going to trust, but I'm also going to <laughs> just in case I'm going to hedge all my bets, yeah. you know, and and where we rob ourselves in that is the piece of just relaxing in what he has said. Yes. And following his steps. And and so it's kind of that double mindedness, you know, but yeah. you guys didn't sit in that double minded spot. So I just wanted to highlight. No, that. That's right. Yeah. Even when we, uh, you know, we're at the airport in Munich. And um, you know, I'm thinking, okay, um, I think, I think this will work. And um, <laughs> I'm looking out the window, and um, there's again, there's planes attached to the uh, uh, the con- uh, terminal with jetways. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, okay, okay. we're going to pull in, we're going to get the jetway, we're going to get right off the plane. I'm going to rush down to the you know thing, and mm-hmm. uh, well. <laughs> I can, I can, I can just, you know, my heart just kind of was sinking because we we're just driving past all those. When you saw there was no jetway waiting and he, for and you, he, <laughs> it pulls over into the uh, in Europe. Uh, a lot of planes go out into this kind of this big, uh, I guess you'd call it just a huge parking area for the planes, mm-hmm. and then uh, they pull up a stairs and the bus comes. Mm-hmm. And by the way, <laughs> um, you know, if you get a jetway, you walk off and go. Right. Uh, well, first of all, the stairs didn't come. They weren't there. Right. So we're standing there, standing there, standing there. I'm looking at my watch like, oh, man, I don't know. You God, know, how are you going to do this? How is this going to work? You know, God <laughs> says, you know, and Linda says, you know, he says he's going to take care of it. Trust him, you know. And okay. So they find, the stairs finally come. We get down. We get on the bus. Well, guess what? Everybody has to deplane to get on the bus. So mm. it's not like you get off and go. We got to wait till everybody's off the plane onto a bus or two buses you know, mm-hmm. and finally uh, the guy, you know, says, okay, go, and we go. So now we're down to about 30 minutes, and i got to go through customs twice. 
Right. Um, and I'm thinking again, I wonder how this is going to work, you know, and, <laughs> and we go and, um, and we're the, we just happened to be the very first ones with nobody there at all. And mm-hmm. God says, I got it covered. And we go upstairs, same thing. And we go, the jets, the, uh, the you know, the uh, plane's been moved way closer. And we got there and, and we were able to get on. And, mm-hmm. you know, and again, like you said, it was a matter of what do you have to say? Mm-hmm. My word, trust my word. Now, here's the cool thing. Um, and this is something I've learned, <laughs> which is hard for me. Um, it's like, okay. <laughs> How are you going to do that? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and and I frequently hear, and God says, um, "I'm not telling you how. I'm telling you what. Mm-hmm. Do you trust me? Uh, I'm going to have to do things that you don't understand, and I don't want you responding to what I'm going to do, and then try to help me or facilitate it. Just mm-hmm. let me do it because I'm not going to share with you how." So it. As far as I was concerned, I, I don't know how this is going to work. You know, it seemed like right. the more the time went on, it's like, I don't even, for sure, I don't see how this is going to work. And then all of a sudden, it just works. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's so beautiful. So trust in the Lord with all your heart. Now he says, the very next verse, and again, read verse 7 again, because people stop at 6, but seven's pretty critical. <laughs> what does it say? And do not what? Be wise. It says, do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Yep. So um, uh, there's a lot in there uh, that uh, it says, uh, don't you try to figure this out. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't be wise. Okay, you're going to figure this out. Um, fear the Lord, which goes back to the word trust, is do mm-hmm. you believe that God is going to speak about this and that he, you can trust his word and what he has to say is true even though it may not seem that way at the moment, or it may mm-hmm. not seem like, I don't know how this is going to work, or it's not working. Right. Uh, he says, no, you fear me, because I, what I have to say is absolutely true. It's going to happen. Um, uh, and then he says, uh, uh, you know, through that, don't be wise in your own eyes. Depart from evil. And the word there, evil, isn't dark, awful, black. It's things that annoy, frustrate, and irritate you. Mm-hmm. Don't let it draw you in mm. and get anxious, fearful of that, but rather trust and be in awe of God because he's not going to let you stay in that uh, awful place. Mm. And I've got, oh, I've got, an, I've got answers yeah. for you. So uh, we'll, uh, we're going to pick this up, this whole, we're going to come back to these verses because there's so much in here to talk about what it means to trust the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your understanding. He said, if you're going to walk with me in the covenant, um, I can't have you get in the way mm-hmm. of going your own path because you're going to go walk off my path of right. guiding you into your steps to receive the covenant. And it's all about trust. It's all about do you mm-hmm. have a heart to follow, and then I'll persuade you that it's true. So we'll pick this up uh, tomorrow, actually, is, is going to pick this, could pick this up verse again and, and go talk more about this whole aspect of trust as, he, as David particularly defines it, or Solomon defines it here in, in uh, Proverbs. Beautiful, beautiful. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, everyone. Looking forward to continuing this conversation. And um, we'll see you tomorrow. Yes, we will see you tomorrow. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, 
God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.